Alright. Take two, mother... F <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy. Different name. Back again with another episode. A late episode, but nonetheless, another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. My apologies. This was all my fault. Um, I got a notification over the weekend on my phone telling me to clean up to clean up space and shit because this phone's fucking trash um that you need a memory card to have space on it obviously and i have that i have the sd card on my phone um but for some reason it still places things like i have to still manually put things on the sd card because if i don't then it places it on, you know, the actual phone's memory. And the actual phone's memory is fucking book trash. Basura. You know? So, it did that. And whenever the phone gets to... Because I didn't have to worry about this with my old phone, by the way. This new phone. And this is a Motorola E2020. I had the Galaxy S8. Old phone. I didn't need an SD card with that. I had, I had everything on that phone. I had... Memory on that phone was fucking beautiful. I've had a bunch of contacts. I've had a bunch of pictures. I've had a bunch of, of, of apps. Memory on that phone is straight beautiful. And that came out in, what, 2018? Meanwhile, this phone came out in 2020. And memory is trash without an SD card. So, and you have to manually put everything on the SD card. Because if you forget, like I did... It just overloads your phone and then the automatic deletion happens. So how does that relate to everything? I recorded the audio for this podcast and the My Two Cents podcast as well on Saturdays per usual with the with the, the, the notion that I was going to edit and then upload them. Well, that happened over the weekend. That little automatic update or sweeping or whatever um, happened and deleted those files straight up so I, I i look to upload the episodes on monday today um and i'm like they're not there why the fuck are they not there oh i remember it was because of that goddamn sweep over the weekend fuck this phone but anyways that's my little rant and that's my little mini review of the motorola e the memory is trash but the camera if, if you're a naturalist, meaning that you like natural light and you like the natural look in all your selfies, it's a really good camera for that. Other than that, if you are going to get this phone, get a fucking SD card. One that holds a lot of memory. I got one that holds a lot of memory, but you have to manually put everything on the fucking card. That's not what this episode is about. It's not about me and my phone bowls, but I just figured, let me just give y'all <clears throat> give y'all an explanation as to why there is a late upload and i'm saying late as in maybe you'll see this uploaded later on today on a monday um if you're like a trooper listener of mine like that i fucking love you um but the latest you're gonna see this upload is tuesday morning so tomorrow <sighs> now I was, when I first thought about, oh, damn, I got to re-record this. Now, I let me just shorten the topics. No, I'm not. I'm going to still talk about all three topics. First topic here, we're going to talk about um, gangs, police gangs in L.A. County. All right. Now, this has been noted for a long time now. I will have the article in the description box below. So you can read the rest. I'm going to read some of the article, some of the more important parts of the article, and then share my thoughts on it. Like I said before, you can read the rest and find out what's going on. So um, let me start off. Much of the recent debate about policing's excesses involves a clash of two viewpoints. One claiming that there is something structurally and culturally wrong with American law enforcement that encourages immoral behavior and other and another that attributes their worst conduct to bad apples, rogue individuals whose actions speak for them alone and do not indict their fellow officers 
or their profession as a whole. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department provided a helpful literalization of the former point. An entire law enforcement entity whose members regularly join criminal gangs earn clout by harassing, assaulting, and killing county residents and retaliate against their colleagues who dare to oppose them. So the good cops that people talk about, and I've said this before, the good cops are no longer cops. The good cops in this situation, as I just read, are being harassed by the quote unquote bad apples, right? But you can say, well, you know, that's the, you, you can say there's this, this quote, what I just read proves the point that there are bad apples within the police department and it's not everybody because there's cops coming out. Who do you think is winning? Let me give you a, a, a hint that is pretty much the answer. It's not the cops coming out against these police officers. They're not winning. See, the reason why they're not winning, how I know they're not winning, is because these gang members who are police officers are still police officers. They're still on the force. They're still able to carry out their racist gang-related attacks on black folks, on other Latino uh, gang members, other gang members, non-police related gang members in general, Latino folks in general, and their fellow officers who dare to, you know, tell on them. So I'm going to continue. Sworn testimony made in June by whistleblower deputy Art Gonzalez details a pattern of such behavior inside the Compton Shares Station which exists as part of the Southern California City's partnership with the county sheriffs to provide local law enforcement. Gonzalez claimed that Deputy Miguel Vega, who shot 18-year-old Andres Gardado during a June incident that sparked protests, was a prospective member of the executioners, a dozen or so deputies who alleged operate as a gang setting illegal arrest quotas and threatening work slow <clears throat> threatening work slowdowns if they don't get their desired shift assignments assaulting their fellow deputies <laughs> wow and holding parties to celebrate when their members shoot or kill someone in the line of duty the Los Angeles Times reports Go back to what I was just saying. Who's winning this battle between the, quote, good cops and the, quote, bad cops? The bad cops are clearly winning. Therefore, when I and others say that this organization, the police, the force in America, rewards this type of uh, criminal behavior as long as you have a badge, Therefore, they're the real criminals. Therefore, they're the real threat to Americans. Therefore, they're the real, uh, they're the uh, most threatening gang in America. They are the bastards. You can't get upset when I say all cops are bastards. They're letting these fools slide with this. Like I said, the the, the good cops are, <laughs> as you just heard, they getting their asses beat. They getting killed. They're getting fired. They're not winning this battle. They're not. This has been ongoing for decades, to be honest with you. But they haven't been winning at all. I'll continue. The existence of the executioners is common knowledge within the department, Gonzalez said. According to Spectrum News 1, which obtained a transcript of his testimony this week, decades of harassment and violence at the hands of Compton of the Compton officer included one 2019 incident where the city's mayor Aja Brown claims to have been ordered out of her car by more than half a dozen deputies in search for drugs that she did not possess have led the city to propose serving ties 
with the department altogether, a proposal that the executioner's revelations stand to accelerate. The executioners, by the way, is one of the police gangs. Later on in this article, they'll name all of them, and we'll get to that. But that's one of the police gangs. Um, and they've been around. They, they're, they're one of the fairly new police gangs, um, but they're like the top police gang. Again, we'll get into all of that uh, as I continue to read. According to the whistleblower complaint, Deputy Vega, who shot Gardado six times in the back, was chasing ink, a term used to describe efforts to impress the executioners in order to be drafted into their ranks and obtain their signature tattoo, a skeleton backed by flames, brandishing a rifle and wearing a Nazi-styled helmet. I told y'all these were racist gangs. And by the way, all you tough-on-crime folks folks out here, what do you got to say about this? We need the police to come handle the gangbanger than the drug dealer than the... and all these gangs out here and... So you need gang... Essentially what you're saying is you need gang members to handle the gang members. So why do we need police? This is what what, um, Miguel Vega did when he killed Gardado was a gang initiation. He had to show that he was down, that he was willing to do what the gang does. So he killed somebody who was likely innocent, shot him in the back six times just to show the executioners that he can murder somebody. That's what I call a gang initiation. But this is a police officer who carried out a gang initiation. Yet, the police aren't a gang. I'll continue. Part of what makes the dynamic notable is how ordinary it is. Though the central allegations is that the executioners dominate the Compton Sheriff's Office, at least nine other such gangs are known to operate across the department and have done so for decades. We're going to list off the names of the gangs right now. Vikings, Reapers, Regulators, Little Devils, Cowboys, 2000s Boys and 3000s Boys, Jump Out Boys, and most recently the Bandidos and the Executioners. Matthew Brunson, chief of the Departments of Professional Standard Division, told KABC last month of the LASD's gang problem. I am absolutely sickened by the mere allegations of any deputy hiding behind their badges to hurt anyone, Sheriff Alex Villanueva has said, as he was a clueless motherfucker, but said (laughs) he intends to fire or suspend more than two dozen deputies involved in a widely covered assault on four non-gang members at an off-duty party in 2018. So, Villanueva makes the comment that he is appalled that these allegations are out there, but then he plans on firing the gang members, the police officers who are in a gang, for jumping four individuals um, who who were at a park in, in, in 2018. Most likely if they were black individuals um, or Latino uh, individuals, if this might have been a hate, uh, 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 Nazi gang, uh, police gang that wanted to just beat up on, um, you know, somebody black or brown. Either or, this man is going to say, oh, these allegations are making me sick. But then you plan on punishing the officer. So you clearly told on yourself and made it seem as though you know what the fuck is going on. I'll continue. Villanueva was elected under immense pressure to clean up the department, whose former heads, Lee Baca and his underchief, Paul Tanaka, were convicted of obstructing a federal probe of abuses in the in a country in a county's <laughs> jail Tanaka. 
in, in a county's jail. Tanaka was alleged was an alleged member of the Linwood Vikings, a white supremacist sheriff's gang. Oh, what I say? Villanueva has also said that he will implement measures to discourage deputies from joining these cliques at all by County Inspector General Matt's Hudson said last month that he'd seen no evidence of this actually happening. Villanueva, how the hell is he going to make sure these police officers aren't in the game? What are you going to say? Uh, don't join the gang, you get extra donuts. You know what? It sounds like a bunch of BS to me. It sounds like, it, you know, he he's saying he's going to take care of the problem, but he's not. And hence I was saying before, the quote-unquote bad cops are winning. This is their organization. And for those who try to make, who are going to make it seem as though this is only something that's happening in Compton right now, or you know, Southern California right now, look at the police, uh, look at reports of the police departments in Chicago, New York. There was some strange shit going up out here in Massachusetts with the police department. There's a Netflix documentary about a man who just got his freedom. I believe it was 2019. 2019-2020 because of um, he was accused of a crime that uh, years ago he was accused of a crime here in Boston that he wasn't uh, that he he clearly didn't do <clears throat> the Innocence Project my favorite uh, you know my, my favorite organization to donate to um, they they did a, a documentary on him and they they pretty much um got him his freedom you know i'll continue the fallout has been costly on several fronts and two since 2010 misconduct claims linked to the to these sheriff's gangs have cost the county 21 million in settlement and associated legal costs, according to the Los Angeles Times. This is this is the one that that I baffled at, you know, um, during the first recording. Usually, when people pay out these large settlements, settlements are pretty much hush money. If you are going to then, if you're going to say there is no wrongdoing here. There's the, the people who are accusing these police officers of being in gangs are are lying and they're just slandering the police department um, just because they hate cops. But then you pay 21 million in total to shut people up because once that money is paid out, you, the the person once the settlement is made, let me put it that way. The individual can no longer go forth, at least to my knowledge, they can no longer go forth with certain steps in revealing what the what the it, you know the organization or the person who is paying out the money does not want to reveal. So you're saying there's no wrongdoing going on, but then you're paying out settlement settle, settlement money to shut up people from speaking out even more about the wrongdoings. Yeah, whatever. But like I said, the rest you can you all can read the rest. I highly encourage you to read the rest of this article. It's a link, pretty lengthy one, but very very good read. Um and you will learn a lot if you did not know about this stuff. I've been new but I'm doing this because every time, anytime, honestly, especially on here, I get the chance to talk about um, the American Police Department and expose them for who they are and what they are. Oh, yeah, I'm taking that chance. I am taking that chance. I don't care if next week's episode, something else comes up and I have to do it. And then the week after that, I don't care. Every time I see a brand new Example, let me put it that way. I won't talk about old examples. You won't hear me reference this article. Well, you won't hear me talk about this article per se. Again, or read from it per se ever again. So I highly suggest that you uh, go in the description box below. All right. But at the same time, 
on this topic, this very topic of police corruption. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm always gonna expose this. Ain't no settlement money gonna make me stop talking about this. Twenty-one million dollars will fix my life more than Iyala could at this moment. <laughs> but that ain't gonna stop me from talking. So I might as well go to Iyala right to get my life fixed because they're not giving me that money. I ain't gonna shut up. Anyways, that's all I have to say about this situation. I just wanted to share some information with y'all and obviously share my thoughts in between there as well. You all are welcome to share your thoughts, of course, and uh, let me know what you think. We're going on to the next topic, so uh, stay tuned. All right, so let me start off this next topic by saying free Palestine. Now, if that rubbed you the wrong way, if you're for Israel simply because your favorite political, well, not political, but favorite news outlet said that Israel is just defending themselves. They have the right to defend themselves. If you're pro-Israel because America is pro-Israel, you have the choice to stay around, stick around and still... Uh, so be subscribed. But I can tell you right now, I don't want you. I don't want you. You don't donate anyway. I don't want you. I don't want your blood money. I don't want your pro-Israel money. It's bad enough my taxes and everybody else who is pro-Palestine's taxes, who every other Americans pro who is a pro-talent, pro-Palestine's, our taxes is still going to Israel, so whether we like it or not, that's bad enough. But you, you don't even even you don't even give me the money for it to be taxed, for it to go back to Israel anyway. Now, why am I pro Palestine? And I've talked about this before, uh, but I'm just going to reiterate. Some of the points I've made in the past, I don't remember quite which episodes I did mention it before. I just know I did. Um, I want to say this was around like 2017 when I first started this podcast. Could have been then. Um, it could have been some other times as well. Um, but again, you're going to have to do a lot of uh, personal scrolling if you really want to check my pro-Palestine record. All right. But even if this is, you know, this is not, but even if this was the first time I'm talking about this on air, at least, why the fuck does it matter? Before I even get into my thoughts, why do people go around checking to see how long people actually care about certain topics? Now, I understand if you're trying to see if somebody is faking a funk or not, that's different. But seeing how long, like if some, if there was an issue that is, has been an issue for some time, like the Gaza thing happened in 2014. What if some weirdo was like, where were you at in 2014 when they attacked the Gaza Strip? Israel attacked the Gaza Strip. I wasn't podcasting in 2014. But I was against that too. I, I was on YouTube videos, having channels taken down, having videos taken down in 2014. I've had uh, blog posts not taken down, but on platforms that I no longer write on anymore. Tumblr, for that matter. Back in 2014, I was getting shit for the shit I said back then. Just as much as I'm getting shit. For this shit, well, I got more shit back then than I do now. People either just ignore me or they're too afraid to talk. Now, either or, I, I, I enjoy the silence. Let me be. But the thing is, this whole, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check to see how, how long you care. Because that means if you really care or not, shut the fuck up. So for anybody who just got exposed to what's going on um, in Palestine right now and you see the atrocities and you feel a way about it, don't don't shut your mouth about it. That's number one. Number two, don't feel like you have to stay silent because 
you wasn't saying anything back in 2014. You wasn't saying anything back in the days as well. We all have our moments where we're like, this is fucked up and I have to speak up about it. You, there are people who knew about this a long, long, a long time ago and was speaking up about it. Like I said, I wasn't podcasting in 2014, but I damn sure was not for Israel in 2014 either. And where, where what is it? Uh, seven years later, 2021, still not for what Israel is doing right now. When what they're doing is, this is essentially ethnic cleansing. I'm not for that. This is a clear bullying and terrorist. If anyone is, is, is the terrorist here, it's not the Palestinians who are defending themselves. Against individuals who got uh, military grade weapons because they get funded by the United States. Israel is that. Not Palestine. So this whole argument where is, there's two sides to it. Both sides are shedding blood and, you know, this, that, and the third. Here's a stat for you. This stat might be... I'm not looking at, you know, the computer for this stat here. Um, but this is something that I heard somebody say. Two sources say. They both sound pretty accurate. But if we're talking about is bloodshed on both sides, which, yeah, that's a blanketed statement that is true. But for every one Israeli who's dead, who who's Israeli soldier. Or just Israeli in general, who ends up being killed by a Palestinian. So there's 14 Palestinians who are murdered. Now, this stat over here, there's 14, 11 to 14. Let me put it that way. Now, this stat here is actual factual. 50% of Palestine's population is under the age of 18. Let me say that again. 50% of Palestine's population are under the age of 18. Half of their populations are, are, are kids. Teenagers. Kids. You're gonna. That's not the same for Israel, by the way. One has an army, the other doesn't have an army, because there's fucking kids. That's half the population, and they're they're being killed. And even if if half the population are kids, essentially, that means the other half are adults. The adults are being killed too, and I feel bad for that as well. But it's hard for me. <clears throat> it's hard for me to justify killing kids. What the fuck? Oh, they they were used as human shields and that bullshit. That is the dumbest argument ever. This is the mental gymnastics liberals. And evil motherfuckers do to justify killing kids, justify killing innocent people. This is the mental gymnastics they do. Number two, other than the fact that this is ethnic, a form of or an attempt at ethnic cleansing, just to get all the Muslims and just all the Palestinians out so you know, the, 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 uh, because not every Palestinian is Muslim. Let's make that clear. There's Jewish Palestinians as well, but they don't, they're, 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 their goal is to make that land, all of Israel and all Jewish. And then you got the crazy ass evangelical Christians who are backing this because they, you know, the Mike Pence's of the world, they believe that once all the Jews congregate to Israel, 
that's when the end times are coming. That's when Jesus is coming and they can celebrate and all that stuff. That's what they think. Dead serious. They also believe that all the Jews are going to die in the fiery pit of hell once that happens, according to their book. Now, what confuses the hell out of me is because this shit is so evil that I have no doubt in my mind there aren't people of Israel and whoever the fuck that man's name is that be on the news talking this shit um, who know that the Mike Pence's of the United States and of the world don't like Jewish folks. They're the real anti-Semitics, not me and everybody else who says free Palestine. Not me and everybody else who is criticizing what the Jewish folks are doing to the Muslim folks and saying, um, hold on, what you're doing to them is what Hitler was doing to y'all. What's the, cut it out. No, I'm not anti-Semitic for saying that. People can get on, well, you can't criticize the Jews. I'm not criticizing every Jewish individual or the Jewish faith in general. I'm criticizing the Jews in Israel who is doing this bullshit. I'm not speaking about Judaism in general. There's a lot of great Jewish folks out there. (laughs) Bernie Sanders, man. Like, there's a lot of great Jewish comedians, a lot of great Jewish folks speaking out against what Israel is doing. Are they anti-Semitic? They some self-hating Jews. Enough. Reason number three. I'm against imperialism. It's that simple. Reason number four. I'm against apartheid. That simple. So... And I don't know if I made this clear enough. I'm in ki- I'm against killing fucking kids. <laughs> There's videos of of um, Israeli soldiers capturing Palestinians and laughing about selling their their the the Palestinians children into which would probably be set slavery. You know? Joking about harming their children. They're on camera saying this because they know they can comfortably get away with this. Now, this part of this discussion, I didn't have Saturday, but I was, you know, listening to more stuff about it this morning um, because this is a very important uh, topic, a discussion for me, because I'm seeing some wrongdoings going on, and I feel a way about it. Um, but it, I, I just wanted to bring up the question, and then answer it myself, as I always do here. Um, do I see the this ending any soon? Like, is the public perception? Because there are a lot of people being exposed to what's going on, and. Maybe it could, I'm seeing a lot of pro-Palestine, um, you know, you saw the, 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 uh, pro-Palestine, uh, uh, marches out in, in Chicago, I believe New York, and I believe Los Angeles had one as well. Uh, but I know Chicago was one of the major cities that had, a pro-Palestine march going on, a massive pro-Palestine march. The, the point I'm making here is a lot of people, a lot of people in America especially, are are waking up to this and they're seeing what's going on and they're being vocal about it. And public perception changes a lot. America, when they feel the pressure to do things, they don't do it simply because it's the right thing to do it. They do it because either money is at stake or the public pressure is at stake. Now, imagine if all those people out in Chicago, New York, Massachusetts, L.A., wherever you are, 
said to this current regime, you will not get our votes unless you do something about why our tax dollars, why our hard-earned money, the money that we deserve, shit, the stimulus checks that I and many other Americans didn't get, but Israel got our stimulus checks. That's not an exaggeration. Go look up where, uh, if you look into the details once again of where the money was being allocated for, you know, the money that they said they was going to pay y'all $2,000, but it ended up being $1,400. That, then the other time where y'all got 600 a lot of that money was being allocated to bullshit like the military, but to Israel as well. Israel got your stimulus check. So, it is up to us to put the foot on our necks on all any politician, um, but especially the current regime, because they're not going to do so out of the kindness of their heart. They're not going to change out of the kindness of their heart. They're not going to change because Israel is, are killing kids. They're not going to stop because... You know, you got Palestinians fearful of their life. They're they're on video. They're on they're on camera crying. They're not. They don't give a damn. What they give a damn about is that almighty dollar and fearing an uprising. That's that's that. And um, if I have more to say about this, I'll definitely like I said, I'm keeping a close eye on this. Every single morning when I, you know, do my morning routine, get the day started, I, I, I listen to uh, real news, you know, not the mainstream news, but some real news outlets out there. Um, and they talk about this, so I get my information from there, from them, and then uh, I, unlike others, whenever I hear stuff on the news, I like to look into it. Just to get a different perspective or to get my own mind, to make up my own mind. I don't just listen to what the others are saying, what the analysts are saying or whoever's talking about this uh, topic is saying and then say, well, I agree with them because they're on my favorite news show. Nah, I listen to what they're saying. I look into it. I look into the topic. I make my own mind up. This was the case with this situation. This is the case with the last topic situation I talked about. Um, and that's the case with every other situation I talk about. I look into it. <clears throat> I make my mind up. I speak my mind about it. Simple as that. Free Palestine once again. We're going to get into our last and final topic. So stay tuned. Alright, so one more aspect that I forgot to talk about in regards to the my stance on Palestine and everything. Um, you know, like I stated, there is the ethnic cleansing aspect that I am against. There's the imperialism aspect that I am against. Uh, there's the attempt of genocide aspect that I am against. There's the anti-Muslim aspect that I am also against as well. No, that does not mean that I am for uh, being anti-Jewish. I'm against being anti-any religion. But there's another aspect that I can't believe that I forgot. And maybe because I was tired. Um, but there's this whole aspect of the right to defend. You know, people are saying that the Palestine, uh, the Israels, the Israelis have a right to defend, but not necessarily the Palestinians. Then you got those who will say it's a complicated history, yada, yada, yada. But they, history aside, right? And although the history is only as complicated as you want to make it, I understand that there, I'm not going to say it's the easiest thing to understand. I'm not going to go over the history, at least in this episode, but it's not like, it's, it's not difficult to understand. It's like I said, if it's as hard as you make it, or it's what I've seen people do anyways, it's just an excuse for them not to look at 
what Israel is doing and judge them for it because they know what they're doing is wrong. Heck, if Trump was in office, pretty sure all the people that would be saying, well, it's a complicated theory, will be on Trump's ass. But, you know, these are Biden supporters. These are Democrat supporters. So, judging what's going down in, in Israel, and I know a lot of, I've seen a few, I won't say a lot, but I've seen a few Dems come out and say, yeah, you know what? I voted for this man. I can't back this. And therefore, I regret my vote or I voted for this man and I can't back this. And I'm actually going to hold him accountable, as we once said before the 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 election. Right. Only a few, though. It's not all. Only a few. I seen more do of the former comment being that. I, I voted for this man. I can't support this. I regret my vote. But the aspect that I forgot to talk about was, again, this whole aspect of the right to defend. Everyone is saying that Israelis have a right to defend themselves. But nobody wants to talk about the Palestinians having a right to defend. Now, people are going to say, well, it's actual written in law that the Israelis have this right to defend and the Palestinians do not. But morally... Is that just? Is it just for one group to have these specific laws that protect them and justify their actions, their violent actions? But it is not okay. But it, it, it is that morally just to have one group have that, but the other group not to? One group is obviously being more protected than the other group because they are being more humanized than the other group. That's why the Israelis have the right to, uh, to uh, protect or right to defense and the Palestinians don't. So, and I've said this plenty of times before in this podcast, I don't give a fuck what the law says. Slavery was once law, meaning that if you were a runaway slave, if you was Harriet Tubman, if you was any of the other uh, former slaves, you were breaking the law. Now, you sit there and you decide, well, where well, Harriet shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have broken the law. Or are you going to say... This is a law, true indeed, but it is immoral. It's an immoral law. And then at that point in time, you're going to have to decide whether you're going to follow what you believe is moral or what you believe is lawful. Me? I've made it clear plenty of times on this podcast. I have zero problems following laws that do not compromise my morals. <laughs> see, I'm more of a moralistic type of individual. So when I see what goes down in, in Palestine, I don't give a damn about what laws are saying, what, what laws are going to say. Moralistically, I'm saying because it's morals that makes society, not laws. Ideally, we use our morals to create laws to create a just, fair society. Ideally, I said. And say that was reality. But ideally, that was the point in us having rules and, 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 and standards for life is that we would use these morals to make society better for everybody. Ideally. But that's clearly not the case. That's clearly not the case for... African Americans in America. It's clearly not the case for Palestinians in Palestine. And therefore, I don't give a damn what laws are saying this, that, and a third. Palestinians want to shoot off rockets to scare the Israelis? Go right ahead. Palestinians want to defend themselves because their religious uh, uh, places, uh, their places of worship their schools, their, 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 they got, uh, 
there was a media outlet out there attacked. That's a war on a crime. That's a war crime. Let me put it that way. Literally war crimes are being committed against the Palestinians right now. But you, and then when I say you, I mean you, the you who's listening to this and you're doubting everything that I'm saying or you're pro-Israel or all this other shit. You would rather ignore all of that because you don't want to admit that you voted for a man who essentially works for a country that backs this. And I'm not saying this is all, all of Biden's doing. Absolutely not. Biden or the Democrats because the Republicans would have done the same thing. So any Trump supporter listening to this right now or any Republican li- listening to this right now, don't think I wouldn't, be the, I wouldn't be saying the same shit right now had your man, had your person won uh, the presidency. It'd be the same shit. I'd be saying the same shit. The only difference is, as I stated before, the people who are so silent or pro-Israel right now, I feel as though would be would be more inclined to judge Donald Trump and speak up against what America is doing right now. That ain't the case because for obvious reasons that I just named, that I could go further into. But I don't want to make it extra longer. Like I said, I'm for Palestinians defending themselves. Have. You hearing this right here? Go ahead and defend yourself by any means. It's your moral right to do so. All right, so last topic. I'm going to read y'all a poem. A poem that I wrote about, and it's called The CDC Said. So, usually when stuff goes down like this, I I write about it. You know, if I have, you know, I not only talk about politics, but for those who, I'll try to remember to leave my blog. uh, Yeah, these are being uploaded tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm just way too tired. (laughs) Be honest with you, after I record these episodes, getting something to eat, calling it a night for the night. Alright? Um, these are being edited and uploaded tomorrow, for sure. Tuesday. But, with that being said, I, you know, the, the reason why I decided to make this a poem and started doing more poetry is because when it feels good, it just... It just feels good to me, you know? Two, writing about a lot of these situations can be very stressful for me. I do so anyways because when I got stuff to say, so I got to say it. Um, I'm not doing away with the non, or with the political type of um, blog post or topics. It's just... Sometimes it's it just it just feels better for me to do it in a poem, uh, make a poem about it. Therefore, I get a little bit of humor off, but I still get the message across that I wanted to get. If had I not made it into a poem in the first place, and it's shorter, it's shorter. Now, if you want to read this poem for yourself, I'm gonna read it for y'all, but. I already published published it on my blog over this past weekend anyways. Um, so for people who follow me on Medium, which I don't know if y'all, you know, the, the 14 followers that I have on Medium, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but if you want to be follower number 15 or 100 or more, Follow me over there in Medium, you know? I write um, from there from time to time. Like I said, poetry is something that I've been implementing as of recent. But you're going to see non-poem-related posts up there as well. A lot of it has to do with topics that I probably discussed on here. And also just topics 
that I felt strongly to write about in general. So without further ado, let me read this poem for y'all called CDC Said by Yours Truly. CDC said stop. You said go. CDC said back to normal. You screamed, whoa. What is it? Does the CDC have too much dip on their chip? Wasn't this your wish? What do you mean, not like this? You wanted a time machine and live like it was 2019. It sounds like you want the norm without normalcy. It sounds like you're okay with conformity but don't want to conform. I remember personal choices not being allowed to exist. I remember roaring voices calling me the antithesis. That's that. That's the end of the poem. If y'all liked it, y'all listening to it on the Anchor app, give it a clap. You want to know where else you can give this poem a clap? On Medium. Once again, description box below. You will find the link to my Medium blog as well. Give this poem some applause if you liked it. Leave a comment if you liked it as well. You can do that on the blog you can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram and let me know if you like the poem or you just want to share your thoughts about anything that I said um, in this episode or you just want to, you know, some kind words or whatever. Um, all of that is is appreciated. You know, what else is appreciative is your share this episode, your listen. So thank you for listening. Sharing of the episode, subscribing of the podcast and the rating as well that is definitely appreciated uh appreciated told you i'm getting tired yeah these are going up tomorrow i'm not gonna spend any more time editing tonight no had a long day as is anyway so do all of that and take care of yourself out there until next time until next episode stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter LGBTQIA lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. Free Palestine. Free Mamiya. And free Julian Assange. And I'm out. Peace.